Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You guys ready? Hey, that's awesome. <laughs> Welcome into the Wendy's Varsity Blitz wow, High School Mike. Football Scoreboard what is, Show. What do you let this man do over here? Secret. He's all Asian over the place. Man. First, he's wearing a sweater. That he Mike, looks good. He Mike, looks that good. sweater looks like something you wore over at Mesmer yeah, back in. You know what? He no. He back in the day, good. he's my man. My I wife don't know how you're this, rocking that. Hates thing. this sweater. Good. She tried yeah, to throw she's it a away. Smart woman. She tried to give it don't away. Let her run away to Plato's closet, and they wouldn't take it. So she tried to hide it. Yeah, smart people over there have played. And I found it. And that was not me, man. It's a crazy transition with the Brewers game. Does it concern you at all that you have the same taste as his wife? No, not even a little bit. She's she's the better half in that situation. I haven't met her yet. As I mean, come on, you know, a lot of us radio guys might have kicked our coverage (laughs) once in a while. Well, you know, my wife made sure that she said, would you tell your co-host, the young guy taking over for for, uh, Coach Davies, he's really good on the air. I said, you know, that's the young guy that keeps messing me up on Faith in the Zone. <laughs> and she's, you know what she said, Billy? She said, we need to pray for him. I said, okay, you got it. Well, thank it. you. Thank you. I, I do need the Mrs., prayers. Mrs. McGivern is praying for you, that you won't mess up. Well, and well, we, she said that a couple of days ago, and we found out one more. Yeah, so she'll, she'll sadly okay. be disappointed. Hey, God, God works in mysterious ways, Mike. Yeah. I, there you go. There you go. That's awesome. That sweater made him do it. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, <laughs> I don't sweater. take that thing off. No, if he's you're not be running taking that. I have board. no clue what actually just happened there, guys. I'm not gonna lie. Nah, don't worry about it. You know what? You know why that just happened? You have no idea why that happened. Don't mess up faith in the zone anymore. <laughs> don't mess up faith. I told you it don't mess it up anymore. Lord, I'm sorry. I need forgiveness. You know what? We'll talk See, about it during the, the break. You're such a forgiving man that you helped me out with that. Well, welcome to the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Football <laughs> Scoreboard Show presented as always. By our friends at Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin and your local pick-and-save stores. We get your most current and up-to-date scores at all the key high school football games in the area. A lot of games, Billy, tonight, winner go home. Mm-hmm. Winner go home. And there are some teams that if they lose tonight, there's still a chance they get in. But now you're looking at all these math equations. It's easy. Win or go home. Grafton's one of them. Oh. You know what? Winner go home. And this this post game for for coaches, we're going to be talking to a lot of coaches. Or you're going to be as I got to skate right. out of here and yep. get over to Kelly's Bleachers for the post game show. Uh, there's going to be a lot of coaches tonight that are are not going to be sleeping, not necessarily because they're watching film of tonight's game, but because they want to f- be the first to right. figure out exactly where they're going so they can start watching film for the next six days. Yeah, on and, their opponent. And trust me, they at sometime around one o'clock this morning. They will put out who the brackets are. I remember it very and, well. And think about this. They don't even know. These coaches don't even know to where they're going for their seating meeting yet. 
and they won't know until one or two o'clock in the morning. Yep. And some of these schools, especially up north, they got to go two hours to get to the seating meeting. I got a great story for you later on tonight that I want to talk to you about this night in particular, this final night of high school football. It's a in my senior time. year, and it was it, it's an incredible moment for these kids. Man. Hey, we're going to get the task here in a minute. Whitefish Bay and Hartford. But I got to tell you, I got a call from Jane, um, Ron Davies' wife. And uh, she left me a great message yesterday. He had surgery yesterday good. morning. Was feeling good enough to have his daughter bring his laptop so he could watch the Thursday Night Lights high school football game of the week. And um, her message to me was, look, so far so good. They're going to take what they had and and, uh, and and do a biopsy. But our prayers are, are totally with, with Ron. I felt much better after getting the message from Jane. I want to thank her for that in case they're listening tonight. And, and please continue to keep me updated. Yeah. I get more phone calls and text messages from coaches asking me how he's how's he doing. And, and I've only known Ron for a couple of years that I've been working here. Yeah. But, but frankly, Mike, from from understanding what a high school football coach can mean to a young man, there's there's countless individuals in this city and that are, that are doing great things and and you know helping us live life as we know it. You know, running businesses and right. and, and working at businesses that you interact with probably every single day. That when Coach Davies was was in his prime. And being one of the best high school football coaches in the entire country, right. he was changing a lot of young men. When people lives. ask me about him, here's what I tell them. When you think about the greatest high school football coaches in the history of the state of Wisconsin, he's in that conversation. Mm-hmm. You know, there's going to be some other guys. There's a lot of guys in the conversation. He's one of them. And and he's one of the ones you start with. Yeah. And, and he did things his way. And so, you know what? I, I look forward to having him back in studio. I love having you here. It, it's a different energy with you and I. Oh, no doubt. Um, and he, he but did, I want him to be back. He sent me a as message. As much as I love you, Mike. He I sent me a message back. said, uh, you guys are you guys do pretty well together. I just tee it up and try to fire you up and let you go. So let's get to line one if we can. Taz is at the Whitefish Bay Hartford game. Taz, give us an update. How's it going, Mike? I got a 7-0 Whitefish Bay over Hartford. On the third down play, the lateral pass was batted down and then recovered, scooped and score by number 13, Tommy Brunner. Extra point was good, 7-0. Um, live action right now on third down for Hartford. Uh, they just threw an interception, so the Whitefish Bay has the ball on their side of the 50, getting ready to go score again. Taz, the most exciting play in football, the scoop and score off a of fumble, man. Especially if it's hey, one of the big boys. Remind me of my days. There you well, it's not going to happen. Taz scooping and scoring, man. I know that. He's not scooping and scoring at my Thanksgiving Day game that he's playing on. Oh, hold he, on. He's here. not. Oh. Hold on here. Me, oh, Taz could be on the other side, and him and I are going at it. Hey, Taz, you hey, need any You need any ringers, you let me know, man. Hey, hey, I'm, I'm warming up now for Mike. I'm man. warming up and down the sidelines. It's not because it's cold. It's because I'm warming up for this turkey ball that Mike got hey, going on. All I'm telling you is, you be, young man, bring your A game. I don't want to embarrass you. <laughs> Taz, for sure, Mike. Man. Taz, have a good one. Keep us up to date. Seven nothing. Whitefish I've, Bay. I've seen you drop back. I'm a, I'm very hey, very interested bit. to see you in that turkey bowl. Yeah, as how do long I get as, the invite into that? Here's, given turkey bowl. Look, I'll tell you this. He's got to count seven bananas before he gets to rush, and I can get that ball off before seven bananas. Well, I would hope so, Mike. man. I hope so too. I'm I got, playing in this uh, flag football league for the Milwaukee Admirals. We we had a, a team put together for this fall. We had a game last night, Mike. Uh, we've gotten shut out. Each of the last five weeks. What position uh, do they play you in? They play me at Mike and and tight end. Little, little have bit they of seen you slot. throw? Honestly, have they yeah. seen you throw? Yeah, and they'll usually put me in there late in games just to chuck the ball down the field because 
there are some rushing. So they'll put they'll, it's it's co-ed. So they'll put some girls on the line. Okay. And Mike, I've never been a f- more <laughs> proud to say that I've been sacked by a couple of girls. And and you know why? Because they have some pretty impressive rush moves after one, two, three Mississippi. They got to get the three Mississippi. What kind of receivers do you have? They got to be a little quick out, don't good. they? Not very. I'll good tell ones. you quick. Hey, so I'm at. I'll uh, tell you that much. Not very good. I'm at UWM and I take a semester off. Right. Well, I'm still playing intramural football, even though it mm-hmm. wasn't really. I shouldn't be. And uh, we get to the finals. The name of the team was the Eddie Gein All-Stars. you know what Eddie Gein is? No, I don't. Eddie Gein was northern Wisconsin. He'd kill people, and he would take their skin oh. off and make furniture okay. out of it. I didn't name the team. Interesting, yeah. Well, a kid named Clay Feller was a great quarterback at Riverside. Kid could just throw it. He doesn't show up for the championship game. He said, who can throw? I said, I can throw a little bit. Mm-hmm. They go, all right, you're in. So a guy that was that hired me here, his name is Rob Balgi. We ended up winning 7 nothing, and in my memory— it was about a 15, 20-yard out, and I hit it right right in his hands, and he ran it. He said he did a two-step off the line turn. I, he, I threw it to him, and he ran. Now, I don't know which one to believe. I call it the pass. See? Every time I talk to him. Here's the funniest part. UWM Post in the paper, mm-hmm. I got my Mesmer Bishop's shirt on, and they've got me throwing it, and my mom works at UWM. And she called me. She said, are you playing intramural football? I said, why do you ask? She said, you took a semester. You're not going to school here right now. I said, why do you ask? She said, there's a picture of you on the front cover of the UWM Post. I said, Mom, we won. She said, you're illegal. Cars are on here. Bad. we won. We're the Eddie Gein All-Stars. Mike McGivern the ringer. <laughs> yeah, it was How bad. about that? It was bad, but now, we, we won it. Now, that's one thing, though, Mike, and, and obviously we're talking football tonight, but, but the taking semester off thing, I know you get to talk to a lot of these guys when they come in there, the pick-and-save uh, right, student-athlete athlete of the yep. week. A lot of these guys are going to play college fo- sports, and but also a lot of them are going to college just to go to college yeah. and better their lives. Yes. Um, and it's something that a lot of kids will go and, and have to do. That's okay. Because there's so many kids, I imagine, that you get to have come in here that they, you ask them, what do you want to do? And I don't know. It's tough. It's tough to, it, because you know what? You get away from it and trying to go back to it yep. is really difficult. And you're making one of the most important decisions of your life, life at, at 17, 18 years old. Man. Hey, really quick, let me run down the, the, the games we have covered. If you're heading out to a game or if you're at a game that I don't talk about, make sure you call in because we're missing some guys tonight. A few of the boys are at the Brewer game tonight. So if I don't talk about a game you're at, we could use some help tonight. Here are the games we've got covered. Pewaukee at Whitnell. Marquette at Tosa West, McGuanago at Muskego, Union Grove at Lake Geneva Badger, Waukesha West at Catholic Memorial, Sussex Hamilton at Germantown, St. Francis at Lake Country Lutheran, Port Washington at Grafton, Hartford at Whitefish Bay, as Taz talked about. Last we heard 7 nothing Whitefish Bay over Hartford, and Slinger at Homestead. Those are the games we've got covered right now. In fact, Tony Resch, Raising the Stakes Fundraising Leadership Development is on line one. Hey, Tony, give us an update. Hey, Mike, 10 8 in the first quarter. Homestead just scored from 35 yards out on a pass to my favorite receiver, Howie Neubauer, and the kick by Jordan uh, Gomez was good to make it 7 nothing. Slinger took the opening kickoff uh, and was three plays and out after a holding penalty on second down. Uh, punted. We had a 15-yard run by Jared Schneider and then a 35-yard little dump out of the backfield pass to Howie Neubauer, broke three tackles, 
and uh, homecoming is off to a good start tonight for the Highlanders. Hey, B- Bill Schmidt and, and Tony, uh, we had Dave Keel in, in the studio uh, last week, and I asked him, "Is it how many years in a row have you uh, have you won or shared the North Shore Conference?" And he kind of said, I, "I'm not sure," which is a total lie. <laughs> yeah. He's as honest as day is long. He knows every single one of them. Eighteen years. 18 no. consecutive that they've had at least a, a share. Yes, and they've already gotten a share of this year's. If they win, they've got it outright. If Slinger Correct. beats them tonight, they share it. 19 years in a row, Homestead will either have a share or win outright the North Shore Conference. Yep. Wow. Great program, great tradition, great culture. Incredible. And uh, Coach Gill's one of the best, for sure. He is. Uh, as you are, Tony, have a good day, brother. Thanks, buddy. You and bet 7 nothing Homestead over Slinger. When you're able to go on a run like that, Obviously, it, it speaks to what you do on the field, but what Dave Keel is able to get those kids to buy into for the entire 12 months is out, well, out, outrageous, so I, go, so I go out there to uh, do a segment for Around the Corner with John McGivern. Mm-hmm. We're in Mequon. They said, pick, and I get to pick what story I want to tell from each community we're in. And I pick Homestead football. And I think I'm going to go talk to Dave, interview him just a little bit, but I normally kind of the mouthpiece. And what I want to talk to him is about the program and all he wants to talk about is ser- servant leadership. He said, look, we ser- the coaching staff and me, we serve the seniors. The mm-hmm. seniors serve the rest. He said they serve the juniors, sophomores, freshmen. When they need something, they go to the senior. When the seniors need something, they come to us. And that's, that's the way this operates. And the, when those kids are juniors and they're becoming seniors, they understand from the guys ahead of them what it is to be a senior at Homestead. And it works out well. Hey, let's get out to uh, John Moore. He's at the St. Francis Lake Country Lutheran game. This is a big game tonight, boys. Give us an update, John. Well, Mike, Lake Country Lutheran gets on the board early on a 60-yard pick six by oh. Bryce Hurdle. We have 7 nothing. Lake Country Lutheran with six minutes left in the first. Hey, John, what's the uh, what's the atmosphere out there? This is a big game. Uh, it's pretty laid back right now, Mike. There's really not a whole lot of people here. <laughs> game on you, the LCS. You're kidding me, right? No, I'm not, Mike. If there's probably 300 people here in total, I think that's pushing it. Boy, I, I'm Man. just shocked because, you know what? If we weren't doing the show, there's three games. This is one that I would have wanted to go to. Lake Country well, Luther, one of the best teams in the state. Thanks for sending me out here, Mike. I appreciate it. Yeah. You bet. Thanks, I, Mike. I, I don't get sarcasm all the time, but hopefully that wasn't sarcasm. Um, I say, do. You guys think that was sarcasm? I, I don't know. I think he's excited to be there. I don't no, know. No, I think he was excited to be. Oh, yeah, you were thinking that he didn't mean it. I no, I think he think... was ripping me on it. Well, I mean, as somebody that's been always open to take a jab or two at somebody, it would have been a good time to, but I don't think he was. Okay, hey, when he comes back on, let's find out because if if he if he really is, do you want ha- me to put him through the Tausch test and I'll see if he was? No, I'll see no, if he was pulling your leg. You know what? We won't take his call anymore. And then oh, he's out there I like for to nothing. Hear. Yeah, Mike. then he's out there for nothing. Man, you are, I'm, you are a I'm mean only joker kidding. sometimes. I'm kidding. Let's get to a break, guys. This is the <laughs> Wendy's varsity. See if Ron was here, he'd say, "Mike, don't, don't, don't talk Mike, like don't that. Don't do that. Don't, don't do, do that. that. Don't do that." This is the Wendy's varsity. I'm Blitz. a bad influence on you. You are. And just get my faith in zone stuff up on the podcast, and you and I'll be just fine. <laughs> this is the Wendy's varsity Blitz high school football scoreboard show, presented by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin, and your local. Pick and save stores on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Oh, welcome back to the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Football Scoreboard Show. Presented by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. Just got my windows put in, by the way. What a great experience that was. 
These are really nice windows. You know who I was just with last night? Alex Della. Alex Della. Or Alex or Austin? Both of them. Alex looks good, doesn't he? We were playing a little bit of uh, touch football. Actually, it was Wednesday night. It was Wednesday night. We were playing a little bit of touch football over at Prairie Elementary School. Man. We show up after the rainstorm. Should have called me. Well, your boy Austin Della decided not to tell us that the game was canceled, so everybody shows up thinking there's a game. He goes, well, why don't we just scrimmage? Why don't we just throw it around a little he bit? Sat, he sat out while everybody else played. <laughs> Alex Della almost caught a touchdown pass on me, but I couldn't let him all the way house it. Man, did, would they have thrown a flag on it? Yes. Yeah, it was a little bit of a push-up, yeah. but I'll give him that man. one. Hey, he, uh, those are my favorite boys, man. Great dudes. Just the best. Let's get to line one, Mark Neeson. He's at the McGuanago at Muskego game. Mark, give us an update. He's right there. Hey, Mark Neeson, give us an update. Oh, I'm sorry. I was talking to Tom Tippett. 25 seconds left, quarter one. Yeah. Muskego just scored, so I have a score of 7-7. Seven to seven. McGuanigo came out, dominated the first quarter here, up and down the field. Homecoming. He got a short touchdown pass from the quarterback, Justin Peck, to Mitchell West, 7-7. Seven, seven, 25 seconds left, quarter one. Mark, hold on. Did you say you're talking to Tom Pippins? Yeah, I think that's him. I don't really know. I never mind. <laughs> what I want you to do, Mark, is, is go and make sure that it is him and have him call us in. Yeah, we'd okay. love to. Pip's yeah. one of my favorite people ever. Yeah, Thanks, Mark. Okay. Yeah, right, that's awesome. Let's that get to line two. He's the best. Hey, uh, Mike, other than Mike Bush, of course. Mike oh, that's Bush. that's true. He's the best. But Mike Bush uh, is at the Union Grove Badger game. Mikey, give us an update. Oh, man. Now, this horn's going to go off any second to end the first quarter. Union Grove. Lake Geneva Badgers, zero. Oh. Um, balmy, I mean, balmy 36 degrees down here. <laughs> uh, Coach Hensler and is, is in his, his signature shorts as usual. Um, the, uh, Union, Union Grove Broncos took the opening kickoff. Uh, a big play, a 50-yard spurt by their fullback. Big, tough, strong run by Key Storm. Took it down to the uh, Badger five-yard line. And their quarterback, Luke Hensel. For Union Grove, did a quarterback draw, pretty much walked into the end zone for the first score of the game. They went for the two-point conversion rather than kick the ball, and that, I don't know, something happened there. That play got all messed up. So that's why we're at six to nothing. Uh, Union Grove Broncos in the lead. Um, beautiful down here, actually. A little, little chilly, but on the grass, and it's, uh, it's uh, all right. It's going to be a great football game. They well, got a great the, facility down oh, there, they too. Do. The Good winner, school. I like the, it. The winner of the game gets in. The loser needs to go through that whole tiebreaker procedure that we had talked about. Um, so at Badger, it's 6 nothing Union Grove over Badger. Let's get to line one if we can. Rob Veitz at the Waukesha West at Catholic Memorial game. Rob, give oh, us an update. that's a good one. What's up, fellas? It's 6-0 Waukesha West. Uh, Waukesha West just scored on the 42 yards. Touchdown pass to Trey Tesla. Skinny post, split behind the safety. 6-0, left in the first quarter. Man, Waukesha West has been up and down a little bit, mm-hmm. and uh, this would be a huge way for them to go into the playoffs. And, and you know what? You go into that, that CD meeting tomorrow by saying, look, we just beat Catholic Memorial last night. Uh, you know what? All of a sudden, you're, you you move up a couple. Right, and that loss to Arrowhead doesn't look as bad in that drop earlier in the year when you lose to a Kettle Moraine team with, I mean, let's face it, you come off the bus with a D1 kid, a kid that just committed to the Badgers the night before. Right. That's a tough night to go into. Yeah, no doubt. Let's get to line three. Taz is at the Hartford at Whitefish Bay game. Hey, Taz, give us an update. Mike, I got 14-0 Whitefish wow. Bay over Hartford. Uh, Whitefish Bay is definitely stepping it up on defense, maybe because it's their homecoming night. Just forced their third turnover of the night on defense. 
Whitefish Bay offense took over. Then it was a 48-yard touchdown reception by Tommy Broner, who has a second TD tonight, one on offense, one on defense, 14-0, Whitefish Bay over Hartford. Is is he taking home the crown tonight, Taz? you think he's going to be the homecoming king after that performance? Hey, he's, he's definitely in the, in, the, in the contention for it, that's for sure. <laughs> Taz, thank you so much. 14 nothing, Whitefish Bay. I mean, that's got to put you in contention. Yeah, you know what? Got to be in the conversation. And if, and, and look, if Brunner doesn't have a date to the to the dance, he, he does can, now. He, he can get one now. Maybe with that third touchdown, that's how you did it. Yeah, that would have been a McGivern move. That would have been a You would have scored a touchdown, walked right over to Terry and said, well, well, you, oh, that's right. No, yeah, no, we'll, sorry. Ta- we'll, sorry. We'll, sorry, we'll, we'll talk during the break about that. That would have been in that. college, my bad. Yeah, that would have been the day after we graduated from high school. That so was that was finally when, when she uh, she called and asked me out. And, I don't uh, think that's what happened. I'm just telling you what happened. Come on now. I'm telling you what happened. And uh, Miss Terry was so, – you were a handsome co- devil called, back in the day, yeah, Mike. Well, yeah, let's just say maybe I had a little bit of a rap going. I, I could tell you this. I've never asked her if she had to do it all over again. I think she'd say yes, but well, she never met a young Bill Schmidt when back well, in the seventies. So Trust know. me, you you she was you had no shot. None. She had, None. You had no shot. <laughs> no, there's no you had no shot. Let's get to line one if we can. Down with Chillis, Pewaukee at Whitnell. Down. What's going on? Let's hope that Whitnell team is doing well. Hey guys, Owen Krumenacher from Pewaukee with a twenty-one yard catch. Beautifully done. The tightrope, the sideline, takes it down for the one. Mason Beatty would punch it in from there. The extra point is blocked. So with 9.26 to go in the second quarter, Pewaukee leads 6-0. Hey, Don, uh, you know, I need you over here about 9 o'clock, so let's uh, let's make sure there's not too many penalties in that game. <laughs> yes, sir. We'll, we'll, we'll try and keep this thing moving. I'll, I'll signal that in right now you, for you. You okay? know what? You're going to have to fill the – Let them know McGivern told them. You're going to have to <laughs> You're going to have to fill the chair that Schmitz – don't worry about that. I'll yeah. keep it warm for yeah, you, there's, there's no pressure filling in for this knucklehead. All right, thanks a lot. Let's get to line two if we can. Ted Lang, Marquette at Tosa West. Teddy, what's going on? Yeah, hey, guys. Out here on a crisp evening here at Wauwatosa West, uh, we are going into the second quarter, and it's a tie ball game, 7-7. Seven to seven. Uh, Wauwatosa West blocked a field goal from Marquette, and Spencer Whitlock returned it for the touchdown wow. to go up 7-0. Marquette didn't take them long to answer. Uh, Dalian Brown-Williams took it in for three yards. Extra points good. 7-7 seven to seven out here. Tosa West come out on fire. Senior night. And they're they're giving Marquette everything they can handle right now. Teddy, Teddy it was good to see you on the sidelines last night. Oh, yeah. It's good to see see everybody, you know, see, see big time at work, you know. But I do I want to give a big shout-out thanks to one of our big sponsors, uh, your local pick and save stores and Emily Williamson for helping my uh, Special Olympics team Milwaukee uh, with a nice donation for our tournament up in Nina. Uh, they came through for us, you know, greatly. And nice donation of uh, lunch and healthy food for the kids. And I do want to say my team won the gold medal, so we're there proud it is. of them. Teddy, well That's done. That's what I'm talking well, about. You know what? That's so like our local pick and save stores. To, to to be able to help out and, yep. and give back to the community, that's what they're all about. That's, that's one of my favorite causes too. They're man. just just a, a really good partner, and and Emily Williamson is as good as they get. Teddy, Absolutely, thanks a lot. And I also I also want to thank the pick and save and Nina, who who you know they were the ones that had the stuff for us. But uh, you know what a what a, what a great bunch of people to help us. You know our local pick and save stores. 
They are, they are unbelievable. They're awesome. Teddy, thank you very much. Let's get to line three if we can. Jerry Vance, Sussex Hamilton at Germantown. This is a win-or-go-home game for G-Town. Hey, uh, Jerry, give us an update. It is uh, Sussex Hamilton zero, Germantown zero, uh, with 10.56 in the second quarter. Um, opening kickoff, uh, Lucas Finnessy from uh, Sussex Hamilton an opening kickoff about 60-yard uh, run, but the uh, series stalled. Then Germantown didn't really do too much on their first series. Um, really what this reminds me of, uh, Mike, is Stangrove against uh, Coach Daka. Oh, man. A defensive, a defensive battle. These kids are out here hitting each other out here at Daka Stadium. Again, 0-0. That's the Hamilton Germantown. With 1024 in a second. Jerry, you're going old school with with the grow against uh, uh again, <laughs> man. I'm just telling you that was awesome. That that's when football then the kids got after it. You back in the day when you're doing nutcracker di- drills on Thursday and playing football on Friday. Yep, you better believe it, Mike. It's a, a defensive struggle, and uh, and I don't mind seeing good defensive play now. No. Nope. Yeah, me neither. Jerry Vance, it's good to have you back. Thank you so much. 0-0 Sussex-Hamilton at Germantown in a must-win for Germantown to get in the playoffs. When you talk about defensive struggles and stuff like that, Mike, and, and especially in high school football, it's easier to, I think, because there's obviously more room for human error, right? You're, right. you're talking about younger dudes playing playing the game. Um, I think it's going to be very, very interesting to see how the level of high school games and and the the average points scored in high school games is going to continue going up with the elevation of passing leagues sure and seven on seven and just how advanced that frankly when you get into high school these kids are playing quarterback well it's interesting see the seven on seven stuff and i go back and forth with this and and uh i understand that that shane covington the head coach over at vincent um we had this conversation in person Mm mm-hmm and I feel like seven on seven is going to do to football what AAU has done to high school basketball, and it scares me a little bit because there's, you know, some stuff going on. I think and and but but I think you're right in the overall the bigger picture of it. Sure, just the amount of time that the quarterback and receivers are are spending together, just and and the amount it that they're throwing to make the game more fun and it, more enjoyable. But it, what it also is, we had this conversation a little bit earlier on the big show. It's starting to decrease the offensive line play. It and, is. You know, and guys yep. going in to play offensive line. Because, be honest, this is coming from a guy that played offensive line for 12 years, and, and I loved every second of it. It's not the position you wake up in the morning dreaming about no. playing. You don't you don't walk off the field with a homecoming date after playing guard, right? Well, Mike, when you were one of the best. Yeah, oh, on, yeah, man. yeah, yeah. Know, come on. You knew exactly how let's, I was doing. Let's get to these two, and then we'll get to a break real quick. Rob's <laughs> at the Walk Show West Catholic Memorial Game. Rob, give us an update. What's going on, guys? Captain Moore responds with a 75-yard 10-play drive capped off by a one-yard rushing touchdown. Extra point is good, 7-6 uh, Crusaders. Uh, guys, FYI, tomorrow we got a little charity uh, 5K in Hard Park tomorrow for uh, colorectal cancer. So my listeners out there, get that, do your colons check. Hey, what, yes. time, what time does that start tomorrow? 8 o'clock tomorrow morning. 8 a.m. tomorrow morning. And at- you can still register tomorrow morning, walk up? Yes, you can. There you go. Yeah, Hard Park tomorrow, there. 8 o'clock. You uh, come out, and, and uh, Rob, you'll be there, right? Yes, sir. I'll be there. I'll be, uh, I'm will be. i one of the organizers, so 
we uh, do a great thing with Fritter Hospital. You know what? You go out and you tell Rob that you support him, and uh, he does a great job for us. He's been a really good addition on uh, on the scoreboard show. Rob, thank you very much. Let's get to line two. Pewaukee at Whitnell, down with Chillis. He's brought to you by Lynch McGuanago, Premier Wisconsin Chevrolet, Chrysler, Dodge Jeep, and Ram dealer. Go to lynchmcguanago.com. Down with Chillis, give us an update. Guys, Whitnell able to answer Ryan Kenziarski with a 38-yard touchdown reception. The extra point is good. So Whitnell now leads 7-6, 6.38 to go before we get to half. Oh, man. I've, ne- I've never seen Bill Smith smile like that. Seven That's six, how you respond. His Falcons. Guys, Don, they, nice job with that name, too, my friend. That was impressive. Well, thank you very much. That's what I was smiling that's about. That's not even close that's to a how radio, he pro- That's a radio guy being it's proud not of even that. Cl- that was a heck of a name right not there. even close to how the kid pronounces it, but <laughs> it Chillis just went with it. Sounds good. It no. was spot on, McGiver. You're not even close. The kid's last name is like Smith or something. <laughs> Let's get you a break. This is the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Football Scoreboard Show. Presented by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin and your local pick-and-save stores. On Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Welcome back to the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Football Scoreboard Show. On Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. We're going to get you the most current and up-to-date scores at all the key high school football games in the area. The uh, key word is key in that. Let's get to John Moore. He's at the St. Francis Lake Country Lutheran game. Hey, John, give us an update. Well, Bryce Hurdle's having a day so far, Mike. Moments ago, he caught a 33-yard touchdown pass from Ethan Wilkins to put him up 14 and nothing, and he just intercepted another one, and they're inside the 20, and they're driving. Lake Country Lutheran 14, St. Francis 0, Seven minutes left in the half. Hey, hey, John. Just so you know, Lake Country or yeah, Lake Country Lutheran has. I think they're Division Seven. Hold on, let me find this. How many kids they got in their school? They got probably 170 kids. Now 300 kids. Wow. They got 300 Division Five. So if there's 300 kids at the at the game, that's that's not so bad, right? No, Mike. That includes parents. <laughs> Comes right back with it. And, Mike, Mike, I'm never sarcastic about high school football. You always pick the best games for me for the week, and I greatly appreciate it. Okay, you're getting on my good side again. At a boy, because I was about no, that to... was the sarcasm. I, yeah, I, th- I don't think he was sarcastic John's with that got line. The, John's got the jokes. Look, tonight, I, I I think that he was serious with that one. John Moore, thank you so much. 14 nothing, Lake Country Lutheran. Let's get to line three if we can. Tony Resch. He's at the Slinger Homestead game. As always, brought to you by Raising the Stakes Fundraising and Leadership Development. Tony, give us an update. Hey, Mike. Hey, Baby Tosh. 8.41 left in the first half. 14-0 uh, Homestead. They uh, have scored on both their possessions. Their last possession was a 14-play, 89-yard drive. Captain, a two-yard run by Jared Schneider. Uh, and the extra point was good by Jordan Gomez. So right now we're sitting again, 8.41. Left in the first half, fourteen nothing homestead. Hey Tony, did you did Tony, did you take a look at the size of that offensive line from Slinger when they were warming up? I, I did I did. Mason's lined up uh, right across from Ben Hoytink, the big kid who's going to the University of Pennsylvania. Yep. Uh, and I, I was looking I, just before I called. I looked to make sure number fifty six and number seventy six were seniors. <laughs> yeah. And thank thank God they are because they are massive. Slinger's got to have the biggest offensive line in the state for the love of the Lord. Boy, they look good walking through the airport, boys. 
Oh, yeah, my yeah. goodness. Hey, let's, uh, if we can, let's get to uh, Tony. Thank you so much. 14 nothing Homestead. Let's get to line two if we can. Mike Bush, he's at the Union Grove at Lake Geneva Badger game, and he is brought to you by Ideal Logos and Awards. Go see Smokin' Hot Mary for all your awards, promotions, or embroidery work. Mike Bush, give us an update. Lake Geneva Badgers now seven. Union Grove Broncos six with six minutes to go in the second quarter. Lake Geneva Badger fullback Hunter Brzezinski willed his way in from two yards out. That extra point was good, and that brings us to seven to six. Uh, interesting game so far with uh, this second quarter near in the end. First quarter was all the Broncos. Union Grove just came out, scored on their first possession, had the momentum, just just looked like your hair was on fire. Now the second quarter, that the same goes for uh, Lake Geneva Badgers. So, uh, like you said earlier, Mike, it's a must-win for both of these teams. Or I guess we're going to find out who wants it more. That's awesome, Mikey. Thank you so much. Seven six. Let's get to line four if we can. Taz is at the Hartford at Whitefish Bay game. Hey, Taz, give us an update. Mike, with five minutes left in the half, I got 21-0 Whitefish Bay over wow. Hartford. Whitefish Bay defense just got their fourth turnover on the night. The offense took over. It was run left, run right by Drew Garcia. They punched in for a one-yard quarterback sneak by their um, now-starting sophomore quarterback, Jaden Jackson. Uh, I know he took over mid-season, and since he took over, uh, Whitefish Bay has been um, clicking on offense. He's 2-0 as a starter as we speak. Taz, thank you very much. Taz, brought to you by Ballastory Brothers Pizza. They got a game day special tonight. Two three-topping 16-inch pizzas, two garlic breads, and 20 wings, all for $49.99. That's what I'm talking about. Highway 100 in Beloit, $49.99 game day special. You go tell Pete that we uh, highly recommend their food. Let's get to line one. Man, John, he's back. Lake Country Lutheran in St. Francis. John, give us an update. Well, Mike, just as we are finishing our conversation from earlier, Dane Vance went from 14 yards out. It's 21 nothing. Lake Country Lutheran with six minutes left in the half. You know, St. Francis a couple weeks ago it was down to Living Word Lutheran, not the same caliber. They were down at halftime. I think they ran 21 unanswered or so in the second half, came back to beat them. I don't think that's going to happen with uh, – with Coach Brasgill's team out Lake Country Lutheran. They got to the they got to the finals last year. They got to Camp Randall. And he yep. said, Look, we our first practice was really similar to what it was when we the, the practice before going to state. And our kids are ready to go. And that's similar to a guy that you saw last night in, in person when you were watching Coach Kern and his boys uh being around that team earlier on this season. That it it can't be diminished because it's basically an extra fall camp you get. Right. And you're also playing games, but you're also allowing kids that are on your scout teams, parts of your lower levels of your program, are going to be the guys that are, are repping and practicing and getting a full another four to five weeks of individual coaching. Then you go to then you go to team, and then you're running the scout for the other guys, and you're learning other ways to go up against the guys that are playing at the varsity level and doing it at a pretty high level as they're going through the playoffs. You know, think about this. They are. If I've got my math right, and I think I do twenty-two and one their last twenty-three in Berlin Eisenhower. Yeah, the the only time they've lost under Coach Kern last two years has been in mm-hmm. the state finals, and they lost a lot. They that senior class from last year, Billy, was really good, and they lost a lot. And 
He told me early on, he said, we've got a tough first four or five games, and I think we can be pretty good near the end of the year. I'm just not sure how good we're going to be in the beginning. And you know what? They Not only do they have some moxie watching those kids play. They got some flair to them. They got a little flair to them. Their coaching staff is ridiculously good. Mm-hmm. They've got some boys, the Crowley brothers. They got guys yep. all over that staff that are really good. In fact, one of them, Sean Crowley, going to be on the show. He's going to come to the State Fair with me tomorrow. He's going to be on the show. Yeah. Oh, Sean Crowley is one of my favorite guys. And and frankly, I didn't like him at all when I was in high school. <laughs> I bet not. Why? Because I had to look at him every single time I was playing offensive line. I was looking over who was calling the defense because you know that I was trying to pick up every once in a while whatever yeah. I could find. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I knew exactly who Coach Crowley was because number 44 was lined up in the middle of the defense in the middle of the offense. John Crowley. Oh, man. John Crowley's son. Linebacker and quarterback. One heck of a mean guy, and he was a good football player. I mean, think about it. So his, his, uh, his aunt is my rep with Clemens. She, she's a, okay. she's a vi- vice president of marketing or whatever uh, Becca's uh, title is. But she used to talk about John. He played middle linebacker and quarterback. You don't mm-hmm. get that combination much. Nope. And you don't see the guy rocking the 44 and being the meanest guy out on the field, but also the smartest. Yeah. And then we would go off the field, and I I knew him off the field a little bit once I got older. He's kind like, of a pretty boy. Yeah, and he was still kind of a nice dude. And I was like, man, come on, what? You didn't like him at all. When I didn't you want. Played. I didn't want to like him, and no. I didn't want to like your dad. And then I talked to him off, and I liked him too. His dad. It yeah. preps me well for the Brewers thing too, because His, there are guys that you come into and you don't want to like. And hey, they're amazing, man. This show tomorrow at State Fair Park. This thing kind of got away from me in a hurry. So the idea was to have all assistant coaches with me because the head coaches are going to be in seating meetings. So we'll talk the first hour, hour and 15 minutes about their team, you know, who's in their bracket, that kind of stuff. And then I see Coach Maz from Marquette over at uh, Sendix on Sunday. I would asked him to come in the week prior, and he said, hey, I'm really sorry I couldn't do it. I said, look, I just want to talk to a couple of those offensive linemen. I love those boys. Mm. And he goes, great. I said, but this week what I'm trying to do is get assistant coaches. Can you get me one? He said, yeah, let me see what I can do. So I don't hear from him on Sunday. don't hear from him on Monday. I've got an assistant coach from Skeagol coming in. I got Crowley coming in. He calls. He says, hey, I got great news. Got my offensive line coach and seven offensive linemen coming to State Fair with you. And I said, oh, what? And he goes, oh, is that is that going to work? Because they're all really excited. I go, yeah, yeah it's going to work. Come yeah. on. Then I get a call from Sheila Mickey, who's our, our Wendy's. She she runs Uh-oh. Wendy's. She goes, hey, um, Connor Blount's going to be in town. Ex-quarterback at Washoe yep. West, now the quarterback yep. at Oregon State. Mm-hmm. You want him on your show? I go, yeah. I think she, I do. She goes, I'll bring him to State Fair Park. I said, great. So it's a whole hodgepodge of, I got assistant coaches floating That's in and incredible. out. Seven offensive linemen from Marquette High and their coach. And Connor Blount and his family. And how in. cool is it for Connor Blount, you know, coming from the area and going to Oregon State and and, and doing all that, makes his college debut in the horseshoe, right? And throws against a Ohio touchdown. State. And I mean, throws I, a touchdown. I, I knew that I knew him a little bit younger on when he was talk about a dude that was meant to to be in a big spot. Yeah, a good kid too. Yeah, yeah I'm Real looking forward. Guy. His uh, he wanted Sheila to get questions because he wanted to know where where we're going. Oh, Real come quick, on, Counter, don't don't, don't be, worry about don't it. Don't be Hollywood and Mike no, because he no. He said I, I got a little nervous. 
I said, don't be nervous. We're going to talk. Play in front of 108,000. You can talk football. Talk high school football. Line one real quick. Mark Neeson, McGuanagall at Muskego. Mark, give us an update. We got one minute, eight seconds left, quarter two. It is McGuanagall 14, McGuanagall 7, with McGuanagall driving towards the end zone. McGuanagall's got a great game plan on offense. They're throwing some deep passes along the sideline to their 6-4 receiver, Wesley Juzek. The last touchdown by McGuanagall was their star running back, Josh Judinsky. They have a great game plan going tonight, McGuanagall. Well, I'll tell you what. Anything, you know, Muskego is their homecoming, isn't it? Senior night, something like that. And I think Muskego thought that they were going to maybe be able to just kind of come out and play today. So I'm a little surprised at at, uh, at this game. But I'm telling you, McGuanagall, who's in the playoffs, they, they've been playing pretty well. And they got a chance. So let's get to uh, line two if we can before we get to a break. Rob is at the Waukesha West Catholic Memorial Game. Rob Vite, give us an update. 14-7, guys. Crusaders uh, capped off by a 23-yard touchdown run. 14-3. Uh, six minutes left, second quarter. Um, CMH has been in control the whole game um, besides that one play that that, that post for a yeah. touchdown by Texas. So 14-6 Catholic Memorial over Waukesha West. Rob, thank you very much. Rob is brought Thanks, to you by Pella Windows and Doors, Wisconsin. Do what I did called Mandy Sandstrom Clough. Get your new windows in before it gets cold. You can give her a call at 262-783-6600. Guys, let's get you a break. This is the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Football Scoreboard Show presented by Pella Windows and Doors, Wisconsin and your local pick-and-save stores on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. It's time now for your Wendy's Varsity Blitz scoreboard update. I'm Anthony Mandela. Whitnell ahead early, 7-6, they lead Pewaukee. Marquette and Tosa West knotted up 7-7. Lake Geneva Badger leads Union Grove 7-6. McGuanago ahead on the road, 14-7, they lead Muskego. Catholic Memorial, a 14-6 lead against Waukesha West. Lake Country Lutheran shutting out St. Francis in the early going, 21-0 there. Grafton ahead of Port Washington, 13-6. Nothing-nothing Germantown-Sussex-Hamilton. Whitefish Bay with a hefty margin of victory. It's 21-0 over Hartford there. Homestead on top, 14-zip against Slinger. Greenfield, 18-0 over West Dallas Central. Milwaukee Lutheran on top, 8-6 against Wisconsin Lutheran. And Brookfield Central, 13-2. They lead Menominee Falls. This scoreboard update is brought to you by Wendy's. Listen tomorrow to the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show from 10 a.m. to noon, talking playoff football live from the Nary Milwaukee Show at State Fair Park. And this has been your Wendy's Varsity Blitz scoreboard update. I'm Anthony Mandela, Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Welcome back to the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Football Scoreboard Show on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Mike McGivern alongside Bill Schmidt, Baby Tausch, sitting in for the recovering Ron Davies. Let's get to line one. Mark Neeson is at the McGuanago Muskego game. Mark, give us an update. We are now at halftime. It's all knotted up 14-14. R.J. Bossett back the second game after his injury. The first game scored a short touchdown here. One thing I've never seen before out here in Muskego, guys, is there is a building for the visiting team to go into, but McGonagall is staying in the end zone huddling like there's no place to go. They're showing their toughness. 
That's awesome. Mark Neeson, thank you very much. That's interesting because some coaches that I've come in contact with, Mike, they're against going into the locker room and setting everything up because they want to keep it as consistent as, as it is for maybe their home field. Like when I was over at Whitnell before the renovation was, we ran in into the sideline. We we were just into the back of the end zone. You did a little bit of stretch. You did a little work if, if your position coach wanted to show you something. But there was no whiteboard. There was no heater. There was yeah. no uh, – and yeah. then you go somewhere that's really, really nice and they don't want to use it. Right. Well, I tell you, before I get to, uh, to what I'm going to tell you, Mark Neeson is brought to you by Lynch McGuanago, premier Wisconsin Chevrolet Chrysler Dodge Jeep and Ram dealer. Go to lynchmcguanago.com. Billy, I can't believe on the sidelines. There, the offense comes off the field, and they've got plays on on their 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 tablets. That's right incredible. now. Yep. So when when an offensive line coach says, "Look, you you missed that block," kid says, "No, I didn't. Mm-hmm. No, you missed the block. No, I didn't." Boom. Let me show you, you. Show it right there. You missed the block. I, I'm showing it to you right here, man. Those days of hey, I hope they don't catch this in film session in three days. None of that now. I mean, they they show it to you right at real time. And now when you're on the sidelines for a lot of Thursday night football games, I think it's something that is definitely changing now. Immediately, teams come off to the sideline. You're going and sitting down on the bench, and we're talking about the series. Before, I thought a lot of it was everybody sits on the sideline, wait to go back out. Yeah, for you know what? For the most part. New Berlin Eisenhower last night, because they had so many guys going both ways, Mm -hmm. that there'd be four or five guys talking to a coach, and I'd I'd catch as much as I could. But, hey, let's – Let's get to line two if we can. Nate George is at the Port Washington at Grafton game. Hey, Nate, give us an update. Hey, Mike, just started the second quarter. It's Grafton 16, Port Washington 6. Uh, Grafton's got a pair of re- touchdown uh, receptions by Don Voylin. Port Washington got a 40-yard quarterback sneak by Adam Barrow. Um, I'm glad I came up here. I don't get up here very often, but I have a feeling being here for one quarter, these two teams don't like each other very much. No, they don't. And That's I'll, what I like to hear. You know what? It's a big game for Grafton. Because if they, they win, they get in. They haven't been in the playoffs in a bit. So for and them, what, and what that does for a, for a school, man, and, and, and an entire program, Mike, is impressive. When, when, when I was at Whitnell, we were a perennial playoff contender, but we hadn't broken onto the ceiling of getting a chance at the, uh, the conference title. And my senior year, we split. And what that does for the program and, and the energy – for the rest of the guys, the freshmen through juniors, it was my senior year. It changes the mindset going into the fall and going into the winter for sure. Hey, boys, when I say they haven't been in the playoffs in a bit, now for me, a bit, but for you guys, they haven't been in since 1997. I was three years old. I hate you so much. <laughs> I was thin and good looking back then. That's all I can tell you. Let's get to line. What are you talking three. about, Mike? Look at you L- right line now. Line three, Jerry Vance. I see you doing those Sussex, boxing classes. Sussex Hamilton. I at, might have to get out there with you. At Germantown. Jerry Vance. Getting the pizza a little how's bit too G-town, much. How's G-Town doing, Jerry? It is uh, Sussex Hamilton 7, Germantown 7. Mike, it's, we're talking about how much it's been a defensive struggle. During one juncture of the game, Hamilton, uh, Hamilton Sussex throws the interception. The next play, Germantown fumbles. The next play, Sussex has it. They fumble. Then Germantown has a series. They throw an interception. Oh, my goodness. So, fi- so finally, we have some score. Um, uh, after a uh, fumble by Sussex Hamilton, it was a one-yard run. Uh, by uh, the quarterback from Germantown, and 
Uh, Jackson Colway just busted a 50-yard TD run. So we got 43 seconds left in the uh, second quarter, 7-7, Sussex, Germantown. Jerry, thank you very much. Jerry's brought to you by Athletical Physical Therapy. You can call them today to schedule a free 30-minute injury assessment. They're going to schedule you fast, sometimes the same or next day, but always in 24 to 48 hours. Go to athletico.com for more information. Line four, Mike Bush. He's at the Union Grove at Lake Geneva Badger game. As always, Bush is brought to you by Ideal Logos and Awards. Go see Smoking Hot Mary for all your awards, promotions, and embroidery work. Hey, Mike, give us an update. Michael, you're still thin and good looking. It's halftime. <laughs> That's down what here. I'm saying, Bushy. Thanks, buddy. <laughs> and Lake Geneva. The band is on the field. The homecoming court is lining up on the track. Um, and the Lake Geneva Badgers are still ahead by one. The Badgers have seven. Union Grove Broncos, six. Um, pretty much uneventful since I talked to you guys last. Uh, Badgers uh, fumbled the ball on their own 23-yard line, uh, recovered by Union Grove. Uh, after a couple of plays ago, nowhere Union Grove was had a uh, fourth and nine on the, uh, on the uh, Badger 21. Uh, they decided to throw the ball, and uh, uh, Coach Hensler brought the kitchen sink and the uh, quarterback, Luke Hansel, was sacked for a nine-yard loss. Um, Badgers took over, uh, ran, out, ran the clock out pretty much, and uh, that took us to halftime. Uh, seven to six, Badgers up by one. This is the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Football Scoreboard Show on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.